Time to get inspired, develop and improve your yoga knowledge in English. You listen to Your Yoga in English, a podcast for non-native English-speaking yogis that want to practice or teach yoga worldwide. My name is Annie, the founder of Enga Unite, and here to guide you on your way to become the confident, effective and knowledgeable English-speaking yogi you want to be. I'm super duper excited today because I'm going to share with you the six-step process, a six-step guide to building your own yoga or wellness business. So you may have seen that I shared a free webinar and it's called Transition with Ease. Transition with Ease from guide and with guide I refer to all yoga teachers, all coaches, mentors, people that work in the wellness industry that are service providers, but now want to also start building their own services. So instead of working for someone else, they want to create their own services and have their own students or their own clients. So there's a webinar called Transition with Ease from Guide to Business Owner. But today I want to share part of that. And that part specifically is the six steps that you need to take your foundation of building a fulfilling business that is sustainable. So it doesn't make you feel burned out after a while and also set you up for success because it's very common that we start creating everything, but we haven't actually put the foundations into place. So I'm going to share with you what you truly need to do to build a sustainable and lasting business so that you can serve your clients on your terms. So the most common challenges among new entrepreneurs is number one, they get overwhelmed because they don't have the tools and the knowledge to build a foundation. That was definitely me in the beginning. I will share a bit more about that in a moment. So we get overwhelmed because we don't have structural clarity and not have the knowledge to build a foundation. Then the result of that is not having a clear vision or a purpose can also be the cause. Yeah, not having a clear vision or a purpose on getting started and you get started without having a direction. What direction do you really want to go with this? then that causes you to forget that building a business is a process. It's not something that you do in one day. Yeah, Rome wasn't built in a day and your business neither. All of that may result in you not seeing any results in your business and that may cause you to doubt yourself, to think that maybe people don't like you or they don't like what you teach or they don't like what you offer. And it may make you think that you're not good enough or not appreciated by your students. Those are lies. They're really are lies and not true. It's because you haven't been super clear on your vision and haven't learned how to do your marketing yet. Now, if you doubt yourself and you think you're not good enough or you think you're not appreciated by your students, very often we go into isolation. 
And when we are in isolation, you feel alone because you've been trying to figure it out by yourself. You've been trying many different tactics, techniques, methods, whatever, but it's not working for you and you blame yourself for it. Yeah, very common. Also not true. We just haven't done the work yet to learn. So ultimately, self-doubt, not feeling appreciated, feeling alone or not seeing results, all results are all cause you to give up. Yeah. And if you give up, you obviously will regret that you haven't built a business that you want. Because for most of you, the biggest reason that you want to do this is to gain freedom, to work on your own terms, to be independent, to be free to travel and to work wherever you want to, but also with whomever you want to. Write in the comments if that's true for you. Do you want freedom to live and work on your own terms? Is that true for you too? And if not, I would love to hear the reason why you want to build a business. Now, all of those feelings, doubts, fears, all those frustrations, they can be avoided. And I know that because I've been there myself. I felt exactly the same way too. So when I started building my business in 2019, before the pandemic, my excitement took over. And I created courses without having people that were ready to enroll. But I launched them and no one signed up. Yeah, I got super frustrated with myself and doubtful. And I thought it was because of me. But most often, another person's decisions are not because of you, but because it doesn't resonate. That's not because of who you are as a person, but because we haven't done marketing or we haven't learned how to do marketing. Now, when I finally decided to work with a business coach, I realized how stubborn and how impatient I was. Now I laugh about this, but at that time I didn't find it funny at all. Yeah, I forgot all of the yogic practices that we have. I forgot to trust the process. I forgot to stay patient. I forgot to embrace learning. And I thought I could do everything by myself. Yeah, but I had no idea about marketing or business. And it was a little bit cocky from me to think that I could just figure it out by myself. And I learned the hard way. I wasted a lot of time, a lot of energy, lots of moments that I wanted to give up and thought, what is this all worth really? So really learn the hard way. There is not one straight line to success. It doesn't exist, not with anything in life. There are processes. There are processes to get you to success. And that's why today I want to give back to you. I want to share the six steps that I've put into place in my business that really helped me to get where I am today. It's the same six step process that I teach everyone that I work with one-to-one -one coaching clients, but I also will teach this process in the launch and expand your career program, which starts in February. Yeah, so you get a little insight into how I built my business and the things that you really need to do, put in place to build your own business.
Now, I'm going to share it with you. The six step process. Number one might come as a surprise. <laughs> but we're all starting with foundations. Yeah, we all need to start with the foundations, with anything. If you build a house, I shared this in the webinar too, we do not start at the roof. We do not start with creating products either. We have to build the foundation of the business. Now, building a business foundation looks like having a super duper ultra clear idea of your purpose and of your vision. Where do you want to go with all this and why? Then the second thing is to define your ideal clients. Your ideal clients are the people that you want to work with. Your customers, your clients, your students, whatever you want to call them. But you have to understand these people, understand their challenges, their needs, and how they want to overcome them or achieve them. So that includes market research, to understand your ideal clients. The next thing is deciding on your business model. If you have no idea what I mean with this, I've got a quiz called what type of business suits you? And there I ask you certain questions to find out if you rather, if you would be best off creating a course, a program, do coaching programs, do retreats, memberships, a YouTube channel, books, podcasts. There are many, many, many different models around which you can create your business. Which one really suits you? And we have to decide on that based on our personality, our energy levels, our ideal lifestyle, and all the things that really make you you. That requires you to understand your unique qualities, the things that make you you. Because all of those things then help you to create offers that align with who you really are, with your purpose, your personality, and all the things that you envision for yourself, the way that you can best serve your students. When are you best of service? Yeah, that can be in terms of energy levels, but also in the format, one-on-one, -on -one, in group settings, at a retreat where we spend a lot of time together at the same time, or is it over a period of time and we meet each other once a week? All of those things are considerations that you need to make for yourself based on who you are, but also what your ideal students need. So. Purpose and vision, your ideal clients, your business model, and understanding and uniting your authentic qualities. That's step number one. With those four ingredients, if you want to call them, you will build a business and you can purposely set your goals. So your goals then become super specific. You already feel more structured and organized because they align with your vision. This way, you can regularly check in with what you actually need to do. What is a priority? What needs to happen now? And you can actually serve your clients the way that you had envisioned for yourself. Yeah. So because at the end of the day, you're building a business to help others grow and for yourself, create a business to feel alive 
meaningful, fulfilled, purposeful, sharing your passions in your way. Yeah, not to please anyone, not to prove anything to anyone, not to just make a living. You want to build a purpose-driven business. So your business foundations, when you have put those in place, we need to adopt a beginner's mind. Adopt a beginner's mind and embrace learning. Depending on where you are right now, you may have built quite a bit of experience in your field. Maybe you have done many different types of studies. You might already be an expert at something. So it can be challenging to go back to embracing a beginner's mind. But think of learning skills. We need to learn skills. In your yoga teacher training, you didn't learn how to build a business. And most of us, especially if you're watching this, I don't think that you've studied business and marketing or you've been to business school, right? Even if you have, building a business in the wellness industry might be completely different. When you're now a service provider and not a corporate or big office or big organization. So think of learning skills like building social media presence, effective communication to attract the right clients, right? I hear that this is what we need the most. Learning how to use tools to build your website, create branded content, or the ways in which you can create and launch your services and sell them without feeling salesy. No one in this world Wherever you come from, wherever you grew up, whoever you surround yourself with, no one in this world was born with these skills. And no one in this world grew up gaining this knowledge already from a young age. We all have to start somewhere. And the key is to be open to learning and to embrace or to adopt a beginner's mind. Yeah? When you're ready to do that, when you're ready to do that, we can go to step number two. So you ditch your fears, you get rid of your limiting beliefs, you let go of everything that's holding you back, you own your vision, you open up to learning, and you're ready to do the work, then we can go to step number two. Step number two is to build your brand and your visibility. Your brand is a visual presentation of who you are. Your brand is not something necessarily commercial to look good and to do good and to get a lot of eyes on, but you need to present who you are, your unique self, what you stand for, your values, and what you offer, the types of products and services that you create. Because this way, people can find you and recognize you. And you have the opportunity then to show how people can work with you. Now, for people to find you, you need visibility. And visibility means an online presence, being active on the internet, specifically being active on social media, like for example, Facebook and Instagram, where I am right now. But depending on your ideal clients, this can also be TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest. You can create a blog. You can create a Facebook group. You can create a YouTube channel. 
You can create a podcast, did I say that, or a blog? There's many different ways in which you can be visible. But just being visible is not enough. You want to build recognition. Not to feel validated, but for people to recognize and remember who you are. Yeah, build recognition, build trust and community. And you may have heard of the no like trust factor. Yeah, no like trust factor. Maybe you've heard this before when you've listened to other marketing trainings. This we build through consistent and aligned presence. What do I mean with that? Now, consistent presence means that you speak and you post about topics that reflect your knowledge and also your expertise. Now, when you speak consistently about topics that reflect who you are, your knowledge and your expertise, what you teach and what you share, and not just anything random that comes to your mind, it's not important, yeah? Aligned means that your content has intention and it has a purpose to it. We're sharing things for a reason. It speaks to your ideal clients and helps them resonate with who you are and what you do. And by that, they gain an interest in what you do and understand why you are the right person to work with. So consistent and aligned content. Now, when building your brand and visibility, it's really important to bear in mind that we do not share anything random, but our content is consistent, aligned. Quality over quantity, yeah? Build consistency in the way that you speak and the things that you speak about. Create content that's aligned with your vision, first of all, and with your ideal clients. And you know that now because in step one, we've done market research. Then after that, make sure that you're open up to learning how to create and how to use a content calendar so that you no longer have to wake up in the morning thinking, oh, what am I going to post about today? No, everything is organized. So you don't have to stress about those things anymore. And you can repurpose your content so that you can share the same types of things in different places, in different ways. For example, the audio of these live sessions, you may have seen or heard that before, goes to our podcast. It's a way to repurpose. Yeah, and the video that we have here on Facebook, it goes to our YouTube channel. It's another way to repurpose. So get smart about the way that you share things and then take it again, take bits and pieces from it so that you can share it in different places, thereby build consistency, make it aligned because you're sharing the same types of topics and be visible in many different places. The last thing when it comes to building your brand and visibility is to expand your network. And your network is not just your community, but also partners and collaborators. Because with partners and collaborators, we boost visibility and you build trust, you build recognition, and sometimes even authority. Really important for your brand. I'm going to go to step number three. And this one is the most exciting part for most people. Actually, 
one of them, one of the most exciting ones. Because step number three is attracting loyal and committed clients. Loyal and committed clients, yeah? Attracting the right people so that we can actually work with them. Now, imagine you're dating, yeah? Imagine you're searching for a life partner and you're getting to know someone, you like what you have seen so far, you're interested in finding more about them. But would you, from the first moment that you see them, commit straight away to a relationship? Yeah? The first moment that you see a person, would you straight away commit to a relationship? You may know that you will like this person. Sometimes we have a hinge or an intuition and we know that there is more in this than just a simple connection. But are you straight away committing to a relationship? Probably not. You may be interested in having another date, yeah? But remember this metaphor because the same goes for your clients. They see you on social media, they like your posts, they are interested in what you do and they want to find out more. They're not straight away ready to buy from you. So first and foremost, we need to build relationships. And this includes, again, understanding your ideal clients. So understanding them requires curiosity from your side. You want to get to know them inside out. And you do that through your market research. You want to know what their challenges are, what their desires are, what their needs are their goals, right? The things that they search for on the internet before they find you. And before launching your offerings, you need these people to validate your ideas, your products, your course, or your membership. Yeah, all of that with the intention to build relationship. And we build relationships gradually. Yeah, we're not best friends from day one. So, While building relationships, you're building trust and you prepare them for enrollment. You prepare them to buy your products. So in this process, it's really important that you pay attention to what you speak about so that you can effectively communicate and connect with your ideal clients and build a community. Build a community where they feel seen, they feel heard and they feel understood then also we need to learn how to create freebies, free resources. For example, the webinar that I spoke about or one of our quizzes that I spoke about. We need to do these things because it helps you to build relationship. Yeah, without giving away everything for free, we can still create lots of really good long form content to build relationships with these clients. It can be a blog, it can be a podcast, it can be worksheets, it can be a free mini course, it can be a challenge, many different options. But all of that so that your students find you more easily and that they sign up to your email list, which is the next thing. This email list is necessary. We need an email list and I'm really, really strict on this <laughs> because that's where you nurture your relationships. That's where you build trust and engage with people. 
this is also when your students are least distracted because if they see videos of you on Instagram in less than a second, they're going to the next thing and they forget about it again. They're distracted because Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all these social media platforms are super fast paced. In your email, they really have the time to go through everything. Less distracting, a better place to build relationships. The other thing here on the side knowledge, what if Instagram disappears? What if Facebook disappears or TikTok gets out and you only build community on one of these social media platforms? You straight away lose all of your potential clients and your students. So we need to be first visible in many different places, build community and recognition in many different places, but your emails are really, really important. So you can also see this as the dating phase, right? Getting to know each other step by step. Build your relationship, build trust and build comfort, yeah? Show your students that you see them, that you hear them, that you understand them. Let them ask you questions as well. So step number three, attract loyal and committed clients. And step number four, create your own programs. Yeah, this is where everything comes to life. So just as I did, many yogi, many wellpreneurs, many yoga teachers, many people in the wellness industry, this is where they start. They create their products first, but it's actually step four of building your business. So as you see now, we need to put our foundations in place. We need to build these relationships, your community. All of that will help you decide on the format of your offerings, how you're going to take your students from a challenge that they experience, a desire that they have or a need that they have to overcoming that challenge or obtaining that desire, or receiving support with the need that they have, yeah? How do you take your students from point A to point B? For example, overcoming a challenge like burnout or low self-esteem, yeah? Could be one of those things. It could be desire for continuing education, like our students have here to develop their business, or to learn how to teach yoga in English to build an international career. That's a desire or a need. It's not really a problem or a challenge. So in this step, you really want to look at your ideal format for your ideal students that also matches their energy and their lifestyle and your energy and lifestyle. So I already mentioned the quiz, what type of business model suits you? But think of courses, programs, memberships, books, podcasts, retreats, online classes, in-person classes, can be a class schedule as well, workshops. I can go on because your options here are limitless. And I believe that some of us have ideas that don't even exist yet, or maybe not in the way that they envision it. So your business model, your products can be anything. 
But we only can decide on that when we know our ideal students. When we've built relationships, you ask questions, they ask questions, and you realize actually to help them overcome this challenge or to help them obtain this desire, this type of format would work the best. Because I know that to overcome burnout, I can't do that in one workshop, but I need a coaching program of six months. So all of those things we need to investigate and research and understand. It's a fun part and that's why we need to be open to learning. Also think of the duration. So the amount of support that you include, the outline of the learning journey, how you communicate all of this in the way that matches their goals and their needs. Yeah, so there's a lot of steps involved as well when creating your own programs. Now, in terms of creating your products, depending on your format, especially if it's online or in person, you will learn how to choose your platforms and your softwares because there are many things to choose from, but you really don't need it all. Think of an online school like Teachable or Kajabi. Think of video software like Vid.io or Wizard or iMovie. Yeah, what type of software do you really need? Your meeting calendars like Calendly or some even use the Google Calendar. Can you schedule your students in there? Momo Yoga is a scheduling tool for classes. So your software is in your programs. We need to investigate what we truly need. Yeah, the obstacle is here to go with everything, but you don't really need everything. Now, in terms of launching your products, again, think of warming up your audience, preparing them, marketing, sales strategies to announce an open enrollment or announce an open yeah, the purchase period, right? Or maybe you want to sell your products year round. People can join you any time of the year. So this is the time that you will gain the knowledge and apply the techniques to serve your students in the way that you know best and that you can actually start making a living of sharing your purpose and your authentic qualities. So that's step number four. Then in step number five, launch and market your offers, specifically internationally. So the exciting part of creating your products is that you can sell them again and again and again and again. We don't need to create new things all the time. You no longer have to exchange your time for money which you do, for example, if you're teaching a regular class schedule, or if you're giving Ayurvedic massages, <laughs> or if you're doing some type of coaching where you're exchanging time for money. Yeah. In a program, a course, a book, a podcast, you don't have to. So now your students can enroll when you're going for a hike, when you're going for a really nice trip in the mountains, or when you explore a tropical island or you go for a surf, your students can enroll anytime while you're asleep as well. So the thing is though, to actually make sales and live off your business, you need to consistently optimize your marketing strategies. Step five especially is a special one in our community. Listen, 
Most people in our community want to reach an international audience. Yeah, you're not here for your local audience. Maybe you are, but if you're not, listen. In step five, when we launch and market our services, you need to look at diverse marketing strategies to experiment with based on your ideal clients, not just the characteristics, but also their culture, their nationality, and the languages that they speak. Why? Because culture, nationalities, and languages influence the buyer process. So launching and marketing your offerings includes warm up your audience and learn how to recognize and identify who is ready to commit. In other words, who is ready to buy or to enroll. Then also we need to overcome yoga teachers, especially overcome feeling bad about asking money. You're not asking anyone for money. You're setting a price for a service that's extremely valuable to them. Because without your service, they will still feel stuck, lost, unhealthy, in pain, miserable, whatever challenge they have. By receiving your support, by receiving your service, they now overcome that. Yeah, or by receiving your help and support with the desire that they have, they now can grow and expand as well. So you're not asking anyone for money, you're giving them a service. If you're going to a physiotherapist or a doctor or to a massage therapist as well, you're also paying, right? You're paying for their service to the hairdressers or to a nail stylist, anyone that provides a service, you're paying for without question. So why not to you? You're also in service of other people. So overcome feeling bad about asking for money and set prices that make you feel rewarded and fulfilled. Very important part of step five. Then also find out why and how to set special offers to, for example, promote accessibility. This for me personally is really important because our audience is international. We work with people from different backgrounds, different nationalities, and not every country has the same economic resources. So maybe you also want to look at how to make your services more accessible by, for example, offering scholarships, right? So special prizes or scholarships, you can consider this in step five too. And how to craft compelling, beautiful, attractive sales pages, because you need to have a page where people can actually see what they will get, what they will learn, what they will do, how many sessions are included, whatever you need to let them know about, right? And how to effectively communicate the outcome, the result, and the benefits of your products so that your students can opt in, choose to participate, choose to enroll or to buy without hesitation. They know what they sign up for now. So that's all about number five, step number five, how to launch and how to market your offers internationally. Bearing in mind marketing, depending on culture, nationalities and language. Yeah.
The last one. We're coming to step number six. And this is where we can sell our offers on repeat and make it automated and not have to worry about taking payments from every client ourselves. Step number six is sell your offers with ease. So now that you've built your foundations, you've established your brand, you have become consistent in your online presence, you built on uh, online visibility, you've grown your community, you nurtured your relationships, yeah, you created your offers, and you've taken your students on a journey with you that they are now ready to enroll or to buy from you. Step number six is all about facilitating the sales process. So here you will discover how to set up your payment processes and all the tech, all the technology that you have to consider or work with so that you don't have to take individual payments and send an email or call a person and send a WhatsApp message to every single person. We want to automate that to really save yourself headaches or missing out on payments because you forgot about it. We can do this automatically or sending invoice reminders and stuff like that. Also, you're enhancing your communication methods for email and your social media to not only build relationship, but also educate, inspire and have your students take action. Yeah, taking action in this case is enroll or buy or to join you to participate. Optimize your organic reach. Yeah, meaning that people find you on purpose. They find you because of Google or because of YouTube or because of Pinterest. And also learn to set up ads to consistently attract new people in your community. And the strategies to track who is interested and who to follow up with. Not to convince anyone, but for clarity, to clarify doubts, to convert them eventually into loyal and committed clients for yourself for a long period of time, long duration. So that's step number six, selling your offers with ease. I'm going to quickly summarize because we've gone through the six steps to build your business. Step number one is your business foundations. Step number two, your brand and visibility. Step number three, attract loyal and committed clients. Number four, create your own programs. Five, launch and market your offers internationally. And then six, selling your offers with ease. Now, we've been here for 50 minutes. It's a longer session than I planned to. So you can imagine how much detail I gave to all of these individual steps. If you want to know more, watch it again from the beginning and also sign up to the webinar Transition with Ease, where I shared part of this, but in a different way. So it will be really, really useful for you if you want to make that transition from being a teacher, a guide, a mentor, a coach, a service provider to building your own business and understand what it really takes. What do we need to put into place? Yeah, you can sign up in the link in my bio 
And I would love to hear from you how this sounds. How do you feel about this journey? Does it sound doable? Do you feel more structured, clear? Yeah, that really is my intention for you, to feel structured and organized, to feel clear on what you're doing, to feel capable of what you're doing, and actually think, okay, I know it's gonna take time. I know I have to open up to learning. I know I have to do the work, but if I do this in the specific order, it will actually pay off. And I allow myself to be patient in that process. Yeah, let me know everyone in the comments, how does this journey feel? So remember that I learned the hard way. There is not one straight line to success. I also learned that without support, this route can be lonely, it can be frustrating and take a very, very long time. So I strongly believe in processes. I believe there are always steps that we need to take. Everything happens step by step by step. So this process, really, we need processes to get somewhere, to have a direction, to have a path that laid out to actually get you where you want to be. And that's owning your vision and bringing it to life, right? So the route to building your own business, I believe is like I just shared, but finding the ways, the tools, the things that actually work for you to still be authentic, to still own your energy, to still own your personality, not to copy what other people do, but find your own way within those six steps. Okay, I wish you a great rest of your day and we'll speak soon. Bye everyone! You listen to Your Yoga in English brought to you by Enga Unite, a unique online learning platform for non-native English-speaking yogis. If you liked what you learned today, I would love for you to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us at Enga Unite. Join the community and become a member of the Teach Yoga in English support group. Check out our continuing education membership that offers you the chance to develop your skills and expertise through self-paced learning and live classes and training. If you want help understanding what you need to improve and create an action plan to achieve the goals that you have for your career as an international yoga teacher, book a free discovery call with me, Annie. You can find all the links in the show notes. This is your time to invest time in your personal and professional development.